my beautiful friends, and welcome to another episode here at the Ascension Vortex. My name is Natalie Granja, and I'm so excited for you to be here and to be listening to this podcast. This episode is very exciting and filled with so many gems in such a short episode but that's just the quality of Jennifer. Like that's how, when you hang out with Jen, it's just gems like that. So um, I'm really, really excited to be introducing my audience to her. She is a dear friend of mine. Um, I have worked with her in her business. I've known her for a few years now and um, I've gotten, I've had the privilege to see like the inner workings of her business and her spiritual experiences. And when I tell you that she is an embodied person. She is balanced between both the material and physical, and also she does all of the intuitive and spiritual work, which is, in my opinion, so, 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 so beautiful and not something that I've seen a lot. It, you know, I've not, I haven't seen a lot of like really fit people who are also like extremely sensitive to, um, all of the energy and she's just very self-aware. Um, so she's an absolute honor to, to be friends with. Um, Jennifer Schwartz is a total breath of fresh air and a force to be reckoned with in the fitness industry. She serves as a muscle activation technique, master level and RX specialist. She's a podcaster, has a master's in health sciences as a certified exercise physiologist and thought leader who is a beam of light for her community. Jennifer is loaded with fitness and lifestyle tips shared on her social media, her private practice, and on her podcast, Think Fit, Be Fit. You can find her on Instagram at Impact Your Fitness and Facebook, Impact Your Fitness. All of the links will be in the description of this episode. But without further ado, let's get right into it. Oh, and by the way, there's a little bit of fuzziness here and there in the first half of the episode. Uh, Just bear with me. This episode is filled with gems. We get the fuzziness sorted out um, halfway through, but I promise the fuzziness will go away. Okay. (laughs) Anyway, let's get right in the episode. Hey, Jen. Hi. We're in your studio here in Old Town Alexandria. What are you offering the world? Because I feel like what you do is so niche that like I wouldn't have known about it unless I had been like like in your business the way that I was. Yeah. So my name is Jen Schwartz. I have this uh, lovely business in Alexandria, Virginia, and I've recently moved into like the online platform. I've been doing the po- my own podcast for since March 2018. I have like 60 episodes. Yeah. Um, my main focus is helping people thrive with exercise despite old injuries. And that comes from a place of seeing people's pain go away in minutes over and over and over again. For 10 years, I've been doing a a type of body work called muscle activation techniques. I've reached what is the highest level of that. There's 70 people in the world that do my, uh, that have the same qualifications as I do. And that's called muscle activation techniques, RX. And, um, 
Except that the last class of that series where I would get the official like plaque and stamp is April 26th. <laughs> I know. So it'll be later this year that I'll have the official stamp. But we, all of us in the class, we've been going out to Denver once a quarter for this class. We all know it's just a party on the less. So it's fine. Anyways, yeah, I digress. Um, so what I do is I teach uh, essentially a unique brand of exercises and way of thinking about your body that really smashes the conventional wisdom of ageist, uh, meaning like I'm too old for this, my body hurts, and smashes the idea that we um, have to hurt to exercise and we have to punish ourselves. Like I believe exercise is a um, very, it can be a very profound experience and I believe that we are in a place that we can choose exercise that is enlightening and profound and connected to um, our, you know, our alignments of, you know, being spiritual and um, being hot and showing up, you know? <laughs> I feel like this is a really conscious perspective to approach you know, fitness and exercise. And I feel like a lot of times in the spiritual community where it should be like that um, holistic mind, body, energy thing, a lot of times we get caught up on just one, right? Like I know for myself, I've gotten really caught up in just like the wooby headspace energy. And like sometimes in the spiritual community, you can lose some of that perspective of that wholeness. I mean, I definitely experienced that firsthand having to like, relearn nutrition and health um, for myself. I just finished that with a naturopathic doctor and she's actually been on my show before and she's one of my really good friends now. And it was because of Jen, we were coming back from um, uh, the Jersey Shore. Uh -huh. <laughs> and I was telling her, I was like, you know, like, I haven't gotten my period in like months and something's off. And she, it's so funny because she told me exactly what ended up happening. She was like, you're probably going to have to do this for a while. You have to change your diet. Like, you have to do this. And you're going to have to be taking all these, like, these herbs and supplements. And I was like, really? I was truly like, fuck. Like, what do I do? And she was like, you know, be open to doing this for, like, a long haul. Like, for, like, you know, this is your body. Remember Jen's words saying your body is so resilient. I didn't feel doomed um, to, like, whatever was happening because I knew that my body was going to heal and be better. Um, and then I got my period like a month later. So it's a long haul of learning and a lifestyle change. But I definitely see that within the spiritual community and especially among healers that like they sometimes have a hard time. I don't know, like really being in their body and they can be incredible healers, but they just can't feel into their body mm -hmm, sometimes mm -hmm. like okay my body is a safe place to be in, whether that was their own past trauma or like. Uh, not being grounded. Not being grounded mm -hmm. is the best, yeah, mm -hmm. that's exactly it. So, and what are the kind of people that you typically work with? Because I know you, you said you work with athletes, so are they... Well, I speak to people that have had some experience with injury and they have been unsatisfied. Um, that usually ends up being people that are athletic. I'm athletically minded. This is how I grew up. This is who I, you know, connect with. Um, and, you know, I've like spoken to you about like thinking in teams and picking each other up. It's like very um, team leadership is how I 
see things and now as I've gotten more spiritual I see a whole different team like it's like whoa this is infinite the amount of people I can have on my team and so the people that I'm speaking to directly um, believe that their body can change and believe that they um, have something to gain as far as leading whatever community that they're in um, in this like physical way and like not and and to me like being physically healthy represents um the, like the work that you want to do right it represents uh commitment it represents dedication and that's who i'm trying to help so um the mechanics of that are exercises mostly isometric exercises the mental tools on how to think about your body resilience um how important the nervous system is, how important um, the mind and the body, my, sorry, not the, body, the mind and the brain are to exercise. That's one of the other things that like, I don't think people talk about is the mind and the brain and then consciousness are three different things. And of course they're, um, you know, symbiotic and, and, you know, even more interwoven than that right it to me like we don't say before we exercise how's my mind how's my brain how's my consciousness like what where am i putting my intention and like that's one of the big pieces i love to talk about on the podcast that like gets me so you know fired up fired up is the right word yeah <laughs> yeah I mean, your clients that are coming to you they're coming to you from a place like they're recovering from like an injury and what is the actual process that you take them through in a session and is it exclusively in person or online well um luckily i have i had the vision to see what an online business could be like for me thank god um and so i had this vision that I could do what I was doing in person and apply it to um, an online space. So in person, I get a lot of hands-on time with people and I'm able to um, reverse engineer essentially injuries um, within hours and do help people that have been in phys traditional physical therapy for four weeks. I can help them feel resolved in a couple hours. So um, I'm looking at how they're moving. I want to know what their body can't do, and I want to know um, what relationship they have to their old injury. I can do both of those things online now, which is awesome. So examining the relationship that one has with an injury is just the same as examining the relationship with trauma. Um, past stories, um, stories that they don't necessarily know how to explain or how they're resurfacing and how the injury and pain in that cycle has a very um, similar pathway in the brain. Um, most psychologists would, if I sat and talked to them about this in a certain, um, in a conversation would be like, oh, I see how behaviors can be the same as, you know, an injury pathway. So that's 
one of the first things that we do. We have to talk about that relationship. Um, and so the course, um, Movement Pathways, there's about three hours of content on that. And my podcast has a ton of free content on yeah. this, dude. I do not hold back on my podcast. I do not believe that there is a expiration date or uh, a need to be greedy with this relationship with our body and teaching people this relationship with our body. So that's the first thing the fitness industry is not doing um, that would be different than what I'm doing. Hey, it's innovative. It is different. It is um, not, it is so unconventional that most people won't grasp what I'm saying because they're not ready to hear it. So they'll probably get a percentage of what I'm saying and be like, oh, I can work with that. And then a couple months down the line when they realize that their pain is gone, their body has changed, their exercise has changed, then they're like, oh, okay, I see what I was holding on to. It's like, it's a process just like that. We look at the muscular system differently than um, this hurts, stretch it. If something is bothering someone, that is a communication from their mind, their brain, and their consciousness. Um, just like the spiritual word says, oh, you hold stress here. I have an ex I have more of an explanation for that. You know, and that's like the, that's the slip away from the conventional wisdom. Like there's much more to trigger points than what people say there is. And if you treat your body in a fast food, fix me attitude, guess what you're gonna get? Chicken McNuggets, exercise. You know, you're gonna get minimum wage exercise. And our, I know for a fact that our body is capable of much more um, and that we are so resilient that like if you didn't have to worry about your physical self-sufficiency in 20 years would that change the way you feel about your body would that change the way that you exercise would that change the way you, you interact with your family yes it would absolutely so i have to convince people that physical self-sufficiency comes from this deep relationship with exercise like love for yourself. Love for yourself, oh, that's a big, that's a huge one. I wanna know how you specifically got to this calling. Like how did you get to this point? Well, um, I think I've been really lucky in that I was always encouraged to think outside of the box. Um, I think my parents recognized very early on that there was no box for me. <laughs> like I, <laughs> and I was able to explore and um, I had, uh, I grew up with like such a hustle mindset being from like, um, you know, a, a Jewish upbringing, all my, you know, if you look down like my direct interactions with my family members, most of them owned a business. Mm -hmm. Um, so I never had to fit into, into a box. I yes. think that honestly is the easy part. That's mm -hmm. the easy explanation. When I realized that muscle activation techniques was a thing for me is a very personal story. Um, it helped me a lot because I had um, some knee injuries and I had gone to physical therapy multiple times. And you were always an athlete. I was always an athlete, yeah. I, and most people that you talk to in their 20s or 30s will say that before the age of 25, I was in and out of physical therapy because of sports injuries. Yeah. So we have these 
um, we get these experiences of being a patient very early on, which, you know, some kids don't do. We don't, we're not taught to experience pain. Mm -hmm. And this is kind of one of those ways that we are taught to experience pain. In the emotional world, that doesn't almost exist, mm -hmm. right? So in a way, like athletics can be like such a good vehicle for like, you know, being a functional adult in that way. Um, anyways, so uh, it helped me a lot. Um, I had what I would call born again movement. Um, when I was 26 years old, I felt stronger than I had felt when I was playing college soccer. And I knew something was like insane about this technique. Yeah. I had to get after it. Um, the sad part about the whole thing is that my mother passed away when I was 20 of Lou Gehrig's disease. And Lou Gehrig's disease is a melting uh, candle of the nervous system and the muscular system. So I found something I could basically control the nervous system with, or so I thought I could control. And um, <laughs> we're, we are recently in this like astrology group. So this is like really hitting home right now. So cancer, north node, fourth house. Fourth house, parents, Whoa. mother, you know, like lineage, family, yeah. right? Context. Um, we were in this astrology course with Raquel Reyes, who was also on this uh, show. But yeah, we're just learning about how like the North Node, how it affects your like how it affects your, your destiny and um, the, the house and the sign that it's in. And so, Jen, that's really interesting. So your North Node's in cancer so south nodes in capricorn right. who's a busybody yeah. who wants to control mm -hmm. right and and my i do i love astrology and yeah. i i i just had a session with my astrologer on friday my 10th house of capricorn has been lit up for like six months and it's going to continue to be so mm -hmm. with this sharing of aquarius and it's mm -hmm. this is a big time for podcasts so you all get on it before yeah. i start charging <laughs> um so anyways um, I discovered that, um, I could have some kind of control, right? And this went with all kinds of, um, really unhealthy habits that the fitness industry are really good at perpetrating. Mm -hmm. Almost every trainer that I know has a deep relationship, uh, with anxiety, mm -hmm. depression, mm -hmm. financial insecurity. So yes, yeah, so true. And the fitness industry, just like the restaurant industry, perpetrates it. Like we get that instant gratification. We get uh, paychecks for hustle. We barely get paychecks for hustling. Um, the mindset is that hustle, hustle, hustle. So, you know, I fell in love with that hustle. I loved, loved, loved it. That's what I grew Aries up with. Sun, Libra, Moon, Aries Rising. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just. I love the hustle. It's all I knew growing up. It's, you know, as a soccer player, it's what rewarded me for so many years is the hustle. Um, and uh, so for me, like my calling really has happened more recently when I was presented with this idea that um, leadership um, doesn't necessarily um, grow in that hustle mindset. You know, I learned that if I really wanted to be limitless in my income and my abundance and my sharing, that I had to embrace um, what I would, what for me now is, um, show, you know, showing up as I'm showing you a new way. I'm a way shower, mm -hmm. right? 
And so now I really feel more connected to a calling rather than a hustle from that understanding. Authority versus just a coach or something. Yeah. 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 Yeah, You're an authority in this. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I think um, that that I would say would be that's new. So I just, you know, but I've been sticking with the same mechanics for a while and teaching the same uh, exercises for a while. Wow. And so were there any, I, I love to ask this question because regardless of like what it is that you're choosing or what, you know, what soul path you're, you're going on, um, I find that whether it's like energy healing or something physical like this or like medical or whatever it is, um, that there was some sort of sign or synchronicity when you were, when, when MAT like chose you, when you found it, were there any, or were you aware of any synchronicities of being like, Oh, like this is, this is definitely like how I'm pivoting. Or was that what you're kind of talking to just now? Like that happened most recently of being Mm. like, this is, let me think, um, that, yeah, I mean, I, I just, I, I don't know. I feel awakenings all the time. Exactly. I feel callings yeah. all the time and seeing my new phase of business right now, going from touching people all the time to not being allowed to touch people. Yeah. You know, being so physical and then moving that to an online space um, is igniting a whole nother chapter for me, you know, Um, one that doesn't rely on other people's energy per se and that I can actually um, be more um, integrated with myself and with them. So I don't know how to even answer like that's Well, it sounds like you're you're currently going through it like yeah. another <laughs> like another up level mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so this is like that time where you might see some synchronicity you might i mean i think honestly just the way the astrology is a synchronistic for like exactly what it is or like the um the course that we just took like that's another huge synchronicity as to being like whoa like i really you specifically are moving into more of the like um, or less out of that hustle and grind, mm-hmm. which is so funny because my North Node's in the tenth house, which is moving into mm. the Capricorn like um, structure and authority and that kind of thing. So <laughs> it's funny that we're flipped in that way. Yeah. But, um, did you have any reluctance in kind of going into this uncharted territory because? MAT is so new or were you like nah fuck it like I'm just um I guess I did but not really Mm -hmm. um you know uh (laughs) unfortunately one of the things that um was has been missing from my life has been mother guidance father guidance um so you know I've always kind of had my middle I've always had my middle finger up to the conventional like yeah. that is like one of my things that has not changed is that <laughs> I am a bit of a rebel I am a bit of a um you know I pride myself on I always have like playing with the boys mm-hmm. you know I pride myself on breaking a ceiling like that's always been my thing like I've never I mean I remember the first time I was invited to be on a boys soccer team when I was a kid and I was Whoa. like well, this is what I'm doing. You know, this yeah. felt good. Even though I was young, like, I knew that was, like, hot. Like, yeah. 
you know, I used, I've prided myself on so many, I don't know, breaking of things and physical things yeah, that like, well, yeah. Well, that's, that's <laughs> the way of the way show, right? Yeah. Like you can't kind of do things the way it's always been done <laughs> if like if you want to actually make some sort of change in a community yeah. or like change in the way that we're doing things. Um, what did you have to give yourself permission to do, be, feel, or think in order to get to where you are right now? Um, I will say, um, I know this wasn't, uh, I, I will say like, Working with you in the past has been a huge help. Um, and I'm sure you'll put some context into our relationship before the podcast. But um, when you were, you have offered so much um, guidance for me in the abundance place. You know, um, I learned a lot from that, doing that experience with you and setting, and then like learning how to set boundaries based on finding alignment and manifesting. Um, so I, for people that are business leaders that aren't tuning in to what abundance is, what um, even just starting with the law of attraction, like if they're not doing that and they're using the law of attraction in the wrong way, it's sad because like that is the, I that was a big turning point for me because um, I've always felt resistance around the hustle. Mm -hmm. Like I always thought that things had to be difficult. Mm -hmm. um, I always thought I had to, this right back to that physical thing, right back to that North Node thing. Um, I always, I was convincing myself that the hustle was the only way because I had nobody. I had a story. I was a victim. And, um, you know, I guess that was helpful at some point for sure. Yeah. Um, but uh, letting that go, huge, huge for me. Yeah, it's interesting how, like, the stories, um, I would, you know, the way I was taught to look at, like, stories is so, I think, can be helpful for people because when you have this story, right, if you're like, oh, I've just, I I'm now aware that I've been such a victim for so long, and then you're like, well, fuck, I just wasted all these years or I could have, this could have been better. Or I could have made more money here or whatever. You want to go back and like, like shit on yourself. <laughs> yeah. That you were like a victim or whatever. And I always think like exactly what you said where you're like, oh, but being a victim actually served me in some way. I wouldn't have found so many twin flames yeah. and you know, right. Yeah. If it weren't for those stories, because mm -hmm. those are where we're connected and maybe we're these we're, we're finding each other in this life physically so that we can, you know, work on that yeah, stuff together or, or they are of a reflection that I need to look need at. To That's a shadow I have to see. Yeah. Um, so I've always, I've had, honestly, I felt like I had no choice but to be grateful mm -hmm. for so many things because, um, the, the grieving of your mom, um, is something <laughs> you will um, it is so powerful. And then when you realize like it is, there are pieces of gratitude that you can pick up from that muck. And, you know, if I hadn't, um, shoot, if I hadn't, you know, been in my twenties on my own, 
I don't know, like I wouldn't have had as much fun. Maybe it's just as simple as that, you know, but it's it's also like if I hadn't had that experience and um, I remember the darkest part of a a depressive episode that I had, I was living in Old Town, right, Um, you know, with a quarter of a mile away from here and uh, I'll never forget the moment I was able to feel relief and feel connected to my body. It was through Kundalini yoga. And I never, and I remember dedicating myself to Kundalini yoga at that point and learning so much. And I stayed so focused in Buddhist practice for like a couple years after that. And if I hadn't had the depression from the PTSD or the alcoholism and the loss of a mother, like, would I have had that enlightenment? You know, would I have felt my, um, I don't, the, the serpent of Kundalini, like, yeah. would you have felt that? Like, and if you haven't felt that, um, it is, so, it's so hard to describe what, what, uh, that practice can put you through physically. Um, did you do that on your own or was there a class here? Like, oh yeah, there was the old, uh, um, they just closed. It's called Yoga Works now. It was, before that was called Pure Prana. They oh. just opened. That was a long time ago. Yeah, above Misha's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, the, uh, yeah, no, I had lived across the street from there. Wow. Like right where my old office was. Yeah, by yeah. the bloomers or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I lived in the apartments right next to the movie theater. Wow. Right ab- on King Street. Uh-huh. And I just walked right over there. I had a broken foot. Oh, my Went up the stairs. Damn. Yeah, it was, yeah. Yeah, having a cast on your foot. And like, you know, to make it worse, like, you can't shower properly when you have a cast on your foot, like a hard cast. Like, it was it was dark. Yeah. It was bad. So. <laughs> and all that to say, like, the when you can identify what the story is and then go back and say, oh, wow, it served me in all these different ways. Yeah. And now that I have the awareness that I was in that story, what am I going to choose? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. am I choosing to continue or on this path of the same old story or am I going to choose something different and see like what timelines open up for me and with that new story and, and yeah. from there because um, yeah it's never about like shaming yourself no or like that. yeah and I mean with the money programming stuff um, yeah if you don't I, I remember when you taught me specifically that money you can receive and share it at the same time. Like that was really new to me. Like that, I remember being like, oh, okay, I receive, I give back. And like, duh, like it just moves. It's just energy. And like, I remember that specifically being very profound for me. And like that being like, the 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 spotlight Mm -hmm. like that's 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 where you're wrong jen Mm -hmm. money you don't you know have to um god there's so there was so much scarcity in my life you know Mm -hmm. Uh, it was perpetrated and it's so interesting to recognize scarcity in a way that doesn't even just have to be monetarily Mm -hmm. like scarcity is found in anything from food mm-hmm. to um, self-love to, you know, family ties to all these different ways. And the more that I... Like, Exercise, definitely. Yeah. I can't do this. I got to get 400 calories. I have to do this. Like, it's like, whoa. Like reaching for some sort yeah. of point, right? And it's like, 
the more that I do hypnosis on people and the more that I'm specifically working on like women who are men and women who are in business who are like, I, I'm, I'm having a hard time reaching this goal and it's mm-hmm. kind of like a mindset and I'm, I'll sit with them and I'm like, the more we kind of get down to it, I'm like, this isn't, this isn't about money. This isn't about cash. This is about how you value yourself. This is about like, you know, what you think you're worth. Value. Of. This mm-hmm. is about like, all. it's such a core deeper thing that it hardly ever has to do with the actual exchange. I'm like, take money out of it. What if we were exchanging goats? What if we were exchanging like, <laughs> you know, old coins? I don't know. It's like, it's not money. It's your relationship with yourself and your worthiness mm-hmm. and your value and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. and I think that that transcends, again, the monetary and it's like, it affects all these different parts of your life. But if you could go back, mm-hmm. what would you tell yourself one, five or 10 years ago? You can pick which number. Hmm. It's 2020. Hmm. There was a time. Okay. This is what this is. This is a big one for me. I should have um, about 15 years ago. I would have said, listen to your clients more. Hmm. That's what I would have done. They saw potential in me that I never did until recently. Whoa. I yeah. Love that. Yeah. Listen to your clients more. Yeah. Because of the feedback, they're like, you're so good and like, you should be doing like. I, well, back to that value thing. I didn't value, you know, I just thought. You were a machine. I was a machine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah. So if, like, I feel like if I would have, um, been a little bit more open to that suggestion, um, that could have opened some doors up for me a little bit faster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause if I, could shame something in my life it would have been the um forcing of things i'm a very i I like if you know if you if if i were in a low vibration and you made me mad i would just light a match and walk away Mm -hmm. like that that would be what i would do um i totally get the energy aries i'm an aries moon (laughs) when my impatience kicks in i'm like <laughs> you trying to bite? Like, what is, like is, yeah. is this happening already? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's yeah. The fire has been all consuming for a long time. <laughs> That's so great. <good>, <laughs> okay, Jen. So promote yourself. Where can people find you? How can people work with you? How can people consume your content? Yes, my podcast is called Think Fit Be Fit. Uh, you'll see me on the cover with a barbell and some eye makeup. Yeah. And that content will show you all the things that I'm thinking, all the things that I'm doing. Um, I share some of the weird stuff that I do. I don't, um, I don't get into a lot of spiritual stuff on there. Um, I have a feeling I'll be going in that direction at some point. Um, but, uh, I do, um, I'm really into sharing those mental tools that we need to engage with our exercise properly. Um, And then I have my course called Movement Pathways, which is um, about six, seven hours of content that like the student can use to assess and fix tightness, um, old injury patterns, and reconnect their body to healthy exercise. So it's not a list of exercises. If anybody wants to work with me and you think you're getting a workout or a list of exercises, it's not happening. (laughs) Um, It's not. And (laughs) it is, I will give you the tools. 
I can I can help you. And within Movement Pathways, I do virtual coaching. Um, I help people apply the information because it's new and they have to, you know, they have to feel it. It's one of those things you have to feel. And I, I do guide people through it uh, personally. Um, and then my Instagram is super popping. Um, yeah, it's a it's a party. Yeah. So impact your fitness, impact underscore your underscore fitness. And I love sharing on Instagram like the um I guess how I speak to people, how I teach people. I love sharing the podcast content on there. I do some exercise content on there, but really that's mostly just to show you guys I'm I love working out. I'm yeah, I'm I'm ripped. <laughs> yeah. And I just love like I just want people to love exercise as much as I do. <laughs> that's true. I feel like as someone who has never felt like an interest or a pull in any of that, when I see Jen's content, I'm just like, damn. I should not not that I should, but I'm like, it's a it's it's a nice invitation to be like, whoa, like, what am I doing? <laughs> my body, I need it. Like, so yeah, it's it's great. And Zach also really likes it too. So yeah, yeah. yeah Zach's really Zach's kind of my ideal client. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would say, <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Well, thank you. That was thank fun. <laughs> Hi there. Just before you go, I wanted to say thank you so much for tuning in. If you are loving the show, loving this episode, please share it with your friends, share it on your social media, on your stories. It will really help this show and our audience to grow. You can tag me at Natalie Granja underscore. If you're feeling the call to work with me personally, you can find me at natalygranja.com. During this ascension process, it is vital to surround ourselves with other high vibration beings that can propel us into our most abundant timeline. You never know what impact you can make by sharing this community with someone you know.